Alright, everybody, hello, welcome back to Rebeat, episode 18. We keep saying this, but, like, every week feels like a more significant number. Like, it's new, <laughs> like, it's going up, but, like, 18, I don't know. I would, or no, no, I messed that up. I have loved you since we were 18. <laughs> um, I was just listening to that on the way here. Shout out non, Like, not purposefully. Yeah. But I do love that song. But yeah, uh, this week we are super excited. Grace and I are not necessarily experts in this topic. Which is why we've recruited three of our friends who are. Yeah, coming later. But we're going to be talking about, like, country life and, like, yes, small town vibes. Small town boots, barns, cows, Bats. lots of meat, <laughs> beer, all that kind of stuff. And obviously, I've said this before and I'll say it again, country music isn't, like, my preferred type of music. However, since moving to Kansas, I've definitely become to, you know, I've started to like it more, started to appreciate its charm more because we live in Kansas and that's a lot of people listen to country music here. (laughs) Those Midwestern vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Let's re-beat. All right. So... Last week, Grace got the fun, exciting story where she got to talk about her night getting stuck on the golf course. So this is my fun, exciting story. One of Sarah's best. (laughs) So one of my best friends from St. Louis, his name is TJ. He is a year older than us. And so Grace and I are both juniors, so he's a senior this year. But my freshman year... Uh, Oh, and I guess I should say, TJ goes to Mississippi State, which is in Starkville, Mississippi, and he would yell at me for saying it like that because it's Starkville (laughs) down there, (laughs) and he freaking loves it, but he, like, talks about his, like, his major is animal and dairy sciences, and so he, like, talks about his classes where he literally had to, like, castrate a cow. Like, shove his whole arm up a cow. Yeah, and, like help a cow give birth and like he's he had like a private snapchat story that asked called life on the farm right and it was for updates specifically about his cow class i <laughs> met tj once when we were celebrating sarah's 21st birthday and he gave me a full description of this process and it is it's a graphic one let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but tj's one of my best friends he loves what he does and he has like Definitely, like, developed his countryside as he's, like, been at Mississippi for now almost four years. But in his second year there, his sophomore year, and my freshman year, we were, like, ironically FaceTiming one night. And he was like, Sarah, come visit me at Mississippi State this weekend. Like, you won't. And I was like, TJ, like, I know that it sounds crazy, but that sounds so fun. And so... Basically, I, like, thought it through for a day. I, like, figured out how I was going to ask my parents, and they were pretty reluctant, but they were in in the end, they were like, all right, you're old enough to make your own decisions. Like, if you want to go on this trip, that's fine, but, like, we're not going to help you financially, whatever. Like, (laughs) I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll pay for all my own gas. Like, I wasn't too worried. So I go, I ended up splitting up the drive because from Lawrence, it would have been about an 11-hour drive, and I didn't want to do that by myself. So I went to St. Louis one night spent the night and that's about a four and a half hour drive and then the next day I drove the six hours to Starkville and then spent spent the night there drove back to St. Louis so I I broke it up and when I I like did not know what to expect at all 
like I I knew that we were gonna we were gonna try to go to the baseball game, the Mississippi State baseball game, because like SEC baseball is a big deal, and that's like my favorite sport. And then yeah, and then so part of the reason um, that I wanted to go down there was because TJ was like, oh, the Mason Ramsey concert is tonight in Starkville, like we're gonna go, and he or he was like, we have an extra ticket, and. This is, he's telling me this on the FaceTime, like, and I literally planned this trip maybe two or three days before I left. Um, so he's telling me this, like, two or three days before, and his friend is on the phone with him. His name's Kaysen, and he was like, yeah, like, come on down. We have an extra ticket to the Mason Ramsey concert. And I was like, oh, okay, like, that's a fun, quirky thing, like, to do in Starkville, Mississippi. Right. Like, <laughs> who better to see than 12-year-old Mason Ramsey? <laughs> and so, anyway, so I get there. We go to the baseball game, TJ and I, and then his other friend, Lindsay, was also visiting, so we, like, went out to dinner with her, and I was like, okay, like, so when are we going to the concert? And TJ and Lindsay were both just kind of like, uh, we're not going to the concert. And I was like, what? So basically, (laughs) TJ, like, set me up to go to this concert without him. Like, I was gonna (laughs) go with TJ's friends and then, like, the friends of the friend. So it ended up... I literally don't even remember any of their names besides the one that I, like, initially met. His name was Kaysen. But it was, like, a group of, like, five of us, I think. Like, we had a full car. And TJ just straight up was like, And TJ was like, you're gonna go to the concert and then meet us at the bar later. Don't worry, you had to be 18. Only had to be 18 to get in the bar, so it was legal. (laughs) So, I go to this concert with these people that I literally don't know. Don't worry, Mom and Dad. It was safe. (laughs) TJ knew them. And I just, like, didn't really know how to feel. I was, like, I am just in, like, a weird (laughs) environment right now. And the only... Mason Ramsey's on the stage. The only music in the background is this 12-year-old singing. (laughs) And so it ended up, like, being a super fun night. Like, me and TJ's friend, like, actually kind of got along. And we, like, talked all night so it wasn't awkward or anything. Like, his friends were kind of awkward, but, like, he was fine. So that, like... Yeah. Made it less awkward. But the song that sticks out to me is I Saw the Light, which is like a Mason Rant. He's, it's like a cover song of uh, Hank Williams Jr. And Kaysen, um, <laughs> when that song came out... Okay, keep in mind, this guy was Kaysen. This was his third time seeing Mason Ramsey. (laughs) (laughs) And he was... So this song came on, he starts playing I Saw the Light. And uh, he, like, freaks out. He's like, oh my god, I cannot believe he's playing this song! Like, what? And it's, like, so overly excited. Hank Williams Jr. So overly excited for I Saw the Light. And it was just just so funny. And then we ended up meeting back up with TJ. And I was like, TJ, my night was crazy. And he was like, so was mine. (laughs) And we, like, unpacked all that, and it was fun. But now it's just a big joke. It's like, oh, Sarah went to, like, TJ set me up to go to Mason Ramsey with a guy that I didn't even know. Right. I mean, it was a a group that I didn't even know, but only the guy really talked to me. But that was literally, I will say, I know for a fact, because I told my friend, I was telling my friend Taylor that I was going on this trip before I left, and I know that our friend Nae was, like, sitting there, and this was before I knew I Nae. was there, too. And great, okay, Grace was This also is the there. first time I'd ever heard of Sarah Pickle. And so, I'm, like, telling this elaborate story, I'm, like, Taylor, like, I'm going. She was, like, texting Taylor, and Nae and I no, were with No, I was, Taylor. I was there. I was at the library, and I was telling Taylor. Oh. And, like, I knew that you guys were listening, but I was, like, oh, I don't really know them, I don't really care. 
And so I'm, like, telling Taylor, I'm, like, I'm driving 11 hours to go to this concert with my friend TJ and his friend. And, like, Taylor was, like, oh, my God, you're crazy. And I was, like, yeah, I know, but it's going to be fun. And then I, like, I remember, like, after I came back, I was, like, giving the full, like, run down to Taylor. And Naeem and Grace were there again. And they were, like, oh, my God, this girl's crazy. <laughs> and well, that's kind yeah. of how we became friends. I just remember, like, st- I was, like, studying with Naeem and Taylor and Anna and you like you were like texting Taylor and you were like giving her just like telling her what was happening that night and Taylor was just like oh my god you guys won't believe my friend Sarah is just like having the most crazy night at this mm-hmm. Mason Ramsey concert and we were like who is that like who is Sarah like mm-hmm. <laughs> like we had really like you were just Taylor's friend at that point which is funny yeah i know yeah. and like the I, I am a little offended because i did know who you guys were <laughs> was like probably but it really was yeah. the first time we ever like talked yeah it was definitely like that definitely like that was like my first impression yeah. <laughs> of you yeah as a it's like oh this crazy girl that yeah. drove 11 hours to go to a 12 year old concert <laughs> okay but i always tell this to people everybody's like oh like you went to mason ramsey i mean you went to mississippi to see mason ramsey and I was like, no, like, I went to see TJ, but, like, Mason Ramsey in Mississippi, how could I pass that up? Right, yeah. Um, it was, like, the perfect storm. Yeah, but then the other thing to go along with that is, I like I said, we went to the Mississippi State baseball game, and, like, Starkville's not that big of a town, and literally, like, the entire town goes to the baseball games. <laughs> and, like, I know that it's the same for football and stuff. Like, it's just, like, what the hell else are they gonna do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I can't say that I, I know anything about the KU baseball team, so. Well. You might. I, yeah. Yeah. Shout out Sophie. She made me memorize the roster. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then I guess half them are run now, so. Yeah. And we'll just, see. just to say this also, the preceding year, Mason Ramsey did come to Lawrence, Kansas, and our friends Yeah, last year we him. did all go. And it was like a full circle moment for Sarah, yeah. I'm assuming. So, but we'll get into that another time. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not as good as Kaysen, but I have now seen Mason Ramsey twice. Yeah. <laughs> also, the meme of going to Mason Ramsey with a guy named Kaysen is like... It's funny. I also met like three Kaysons. Oh my god, that's something I should mention. The freaking names down there are just like <laughs> the most country-ass names. It was like, I literally think I met like two or three Kaysons, a hunter, a gunner, um, like literally uh, any, a Lee. Yeah, there, there was some, some crazy names. Some quirky some times. crazy southern country names. Mississippi. Everybody was like, where are you from? I was like, St. Louis. They're like, why the hell are you here? <laughs> <laughs> that's the big city. Yeah, <laughs> Yes. But that's my crazy fun story. You love to hear it. And Jesus came like a stranger in the night. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. All right. Well, I'm going to get into my uh, story here. So this past summer, kind of again, like this trip actually fell kind of like right in between like the first and second spike. Of COVID. Of, of COVID. And over the summer, um, someone I spent a ton of time with was Sarah and I's friend Jed. So he lives in a small town, and we'll hear from him soon. But he, his town is only three hours away from Lawrence, where I was this summer. So he was constantly coming up and staying with me just because it was like, what else were we doing? But one of my great friends from high school, Sarah Blatt, gave me a call and was like, hey, my family is uh, traveling up to Arkansas. And she initially told me it was like Lake of the Ozarks, which I was like, oh, 
I'm pretty sure that's pretty close to here. And she's like, hey, I'd love if you like wanted to come down and like spend the weekend with us. Like I hadn't seen Sarah in a while. And again, this was a FaceTime call. And it was just like one of those things I was like, and Jed was with me and I was just like, hey, do you want to like drive to Arkansas and like go see Sarah and her family? And he was like, yeah. So I like, again, called off work and we were just like, all right, like we're going to go to Arkansas and see Sarah. So it ended up like not being Ozarks territory. It was, I, to be honest, I don't even remember where we were. It was kind of like middle of nowhere, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being like a five hour drive, a little bit longer than we had, yeah, like for. maybe thought it was going to be. And we and Jed, I honestly probably spent less than 24 hours there. Because That's I literally only, what I did with Mississippi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like one of those, I couldn't get off that Sunday for work. Mm-hmm. And so we just had like Saturday, essentially. And so we had to, I ha- we had to like zoom back when we were done. And so Sarah's family, the reason Sarah and her family were in Arkansas is because her family has this family reunion every single year at this place in Arkansas. <laughs> and something funny about it is Sarah and her family have not been to this family reunion in years because that side of the family for them is just like kind of a lot (laughs) (laughs) and so they always like low-key opt out of the trip okay um but this i guess this year they were like you know what like let's go like we you know we need we want to see our family like we'll we'll head up there so jed and i pull up it essentially it was like a group of cabins and there were these like massive cabins and so we like pull up to this place i probably like 10 or 11 at night with like a case of Trulies, like ready to see Sarah and her family. Yeah. So we like pull up and you know, we're just, I'm so excited to see Sarah and her mom, her whole family. I get like, Sarah's one of my best friends and over the course of high school, you know, myself and her family got to be very close. So it was like really fun to see them. Mm -hmm. But we're kind of like, okay, well like what is there to do? And Sarah was just kind of like, well, we're all just kind of like, you know, me and my cousins and, like, kind of some random locals are just kind of, like, hanging out on this, like, dock and, like, everyone's, like, fishing. So we're like, all right. So <laughs> we head down there with our Trulies. You know, Sarah's brothers and some of their cousins are, like, fishing off this dock. And that's when we meet Waylon. <laughs> and Waylon is this local kid who's, like, 14 and he just starts talking to us, and he's shirtless, wearing boots and jeans and, like, a baseball hat, and was just, like, there, and just, i never seen anything like him. <laughs> he was just funny. And he literally, you know, he, like, comes up to Jet and I, and he's like, who are you, city slickers? <laughs> and we're just like, what? And Jet, of course, is like, I'm not a city slicker, like, I'm from this tiny town, like, whatever. Um, and we just end up, like, hanging out with Waylon and, like, fishing. And we were just all kind of, like, messing around on this dock. And then all of a sudden, this, like, baseball team, like, comes down. And they're definitely, like, in high school. And all of them just come down and they start, like, talking with us and whatever. And they just, like, see that we have Trulies. And they were just like, can we have a Truly? And we were like, no. Like, <laughs> you guys are, like, 16, like go away and we you know and essentially Waylon was like I'll give you like I'll give you five dollars for truly and we were just like no dude and he's like all right well my dad you know buys me Jack Daniels anyway like (laughs) it's all right but like whatever 
And it just ended up being such a weird night. Like, it was just like, what are we doing on this dock in Arkansas? (laughs) With, like, Waylon and this baseball team. I don't know. It was just, like, such a goofy night. Yeah, I remember that was, like, a spontaneous trip. You were like, I don't know what just happened. Right, it was just like, what is happening? Um, But... The song that sticks out from that trip is when Jed and I were both driving into this park and leaving it. We were playing the song Sail Away by a local Lawrence band called Me and the Others, who I've talked about before and maybe some send-off songs. Yeah. But that song, I feel like on that trip specifically, kind of became kind of like Jed and I's song. And that's like one that we sing a lot together and stuff. But that song reminds me of that just like super weird night like I I don't even know how else to sum it up besides the fact that it was just like so random and like that's funny quirky but yeah oh my gosh shout out Waylon Waylon <laughs> hope you're doing well <laughs> put on a shirt bud <laughs> reach for the skies and wear your dress Okay, so since Grace and I are both uh, not from small towns, yes. <laughs> we brought in some experts who are our really good friends, Brooke, Bergen, and Jed. They are all from small town Kansas, and they're here on Rebeat. So uh, tell us a little bit about your time. Yeah, you guys want to go around the circle? <laughs> Give an okay. intro. So I'm Brooke. I'm from Lynn, Kansas. It's a Super small town, I think, as we're all probably going to (laughs) say when I'm describing it to people who aren't from around the area. I usually say it's an hour north of Manhattan, Kansas, almost to the Nebraska border. And there were like 16 kids in my graduating class in high school. So very small. (laughs) Population, what did you say? Four or something? 410. All right. uh, My name is Jed. I am from Lucas, Kansas. Of course, another small town. Our population is around the 390 mark. So kind of a quirky little town, a lot of art environment, which is really cool for a small town. It's really big into grassroots art and outsider art, um, but still very yeehaw, very small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost to Hayes, Kansas. We're just an hour away, but north central Kansas. Yeah, I'm Bergen. I'm also from north central Kansas. Jed and I were actually in the same sports league in high school, which is just fantastic. We were 1A. <laughs> So that's my Hey, <laughs> um, I'm from Mankato, Kansas, which is right at the top of Kansas, right by the border to Nebraska. And our population is approximately 807, I think is what That doesn't sound said. very approximate. That sounds pretty... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> approximately, give or take. Yes. But yeah, super small, pretty quirky. We actually, I think our county is like uh, has the oldest population in Kansas, so not many people really want to move to Jewel County, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Pretty small. I, so, I yeah. remember, I think it was when I, like, maybe met, it was either when I met Bergen and Jed or Brooke and Jed, and Jed has a pretty outgoing personality, and I just remember <laughs> you guys, like, arguing over, like, who was from the smaller, small <laughs> <laughs> I won. <laughs> <laughs> By 20 people. Extra 20 people, I guess. Yeah. You had a pool. So that's yeah. why, obviously, Sarah and I being from suburbs that are 45 minutes away, not even you, you're probably closer to the city city than 15, I was. Yeah, yeah, 15. 
this is a life we are super unfamiliar with. <laughs> um, and so Bergen and Brooke were my roommates last year. Um, and we pretty much all became friends freshman year of high school mm-hmm. or of college. <laughs> yeah, high school. And it was always just like when Bergen, when all three of you guys describe your towns, it's always just like, it just, it's mind boggling to some kids from mm-hmm. the yeah. Midwestern suburbs. It really is. And I have had the chance to visit Lucas um, with Jed. <laughs> And truly an experience that you can get nowhere else. I don't know. I, I, in the weekend I was there, I'm pretty sure I met everyone. Maybe. I don't know. Close to it anyway. All 390. All 390. And I got all the town gossip for the weekend. And, I mean, everyone was like, oh, you're the girl from Chicago. The <laughs> world travels around real quick in these areas. But, yeah, we're going to let Bergen, Brooke, and Jed share a little story Three stories for you guys. So, who wants to start? Okay, I'm starting. (laughs) Okay, so in country towns, I know Grace and our other roommate from last year, also named Grace, would talk about um, Midwest basement parties. And that was kind of like the thing in Chicago. I'm sure she'll get more into that on other episodes. But in our town, it was very much, we would either, if the weather was nice, we would go out in fields or pastures and just park trucks in a circle and drink beer, make a big (laughs) pile in the middle of bush light cans. (laughs) Or the other option was to just like drive around in trucks and pretty much the same concept, just take back roads and go about 30 miles per hour until your curfew. And so (laughs) while all of this was going on, the only songs my friends would listen to were like, 90s country, like, George Strait, Alan Jackson, like, all, like, very strict in that category, and anytime I would request, like, a rap song, or even, like, if someone would request a pop song, they just, like, were not interested. They could not care less. They didn't want to hear it. They'd play 30 seconds and go back to their little 90s country playlist until the song Stir Fry by Migos came out. (laughs) (laughs) And my two best friends, Evan and Tanner, heard this song, and they were absolutely obsessed. This was the first not-90s country song other than Teardrops on My Guitar by Taylor Swift (laughs) that made it onto their playlist, and it probably got played at least 10 times a night from there on out for, like, a year. Like, they... It wasn't, like, one of the things that they played for, like, one weekend. It, like, stuck, and they... That's the only Migos song they probably could name to date. They're still very much <laughs> where they're like boots and cowboy hats around, but yeah, we did. I got a chance. I did get a chance to meet Evan and Tanner, mm-hmm. uh, who Brooke is talking about when we went and visited them in Manhattan, which is like where K State is, which is I guess the more country Kansas State school. Yes, um, and it was. We showed up like you just said, boots, hats, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that was a pretty country-dominant night. But, fun fact about Brooke, she loves rap. Oh, I, yeah. Like, a lot. I'm wearing Travis my Travis Scott, Scott shirt currently. He's right. my favorite. <laughs> like, I know you know all those songs. All oh, the yeah. country songs, because how could you not mm-hmm. listening but to But that them? is not what we played on the weekends. Like, the weekend <laughs> activities, I did not get the ox ever. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Brooke, you're different. You're yeah. Right she was the outsider. <laughs> Until I played and, yeah. Stir Fry. And right. then suddenly I was cool again. <laughs> Up next. All right. So 
My story is going to kind of revolve around my dad. He is the biggest Hank Williams Jr. fan (laughs) (laughs) um, probably ever. I'll make that claim. I have seen Hank Williams Jr. in concert five times, (laughs) um, which is a lot of times. And Isn't that one of the only concerts that you've seen? That and Mason Ramsey. (laughs) We got a country boy over here. (laughs) So when I say, like, I know every Hank Williams Jr. song, like, every family road trip, Dad would put in Hank Williams Jr. CDs. It's the only thing we'd listen to. I remember one time my mom just, like, had enough. She took it out of the CD player, broke it, and threw it out the window. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, Dad was really sad about that, but... Yeah, so a lot of Hank Williams Jr. And my dad kind of got the nickname as Rowdy Row, because um, my last name's Rowden. Everyone says Rodin, but it's Rowden, so we always say Rowdy. Uh, so everyone in town kind of knows my dad as Rowdy Row, because sometimes he does get a little bit rowdy. Um, <laughs> and what's Rowdy Row's beer of choice? Uh, Natty Light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Nothing other than Natty Light for Rowdy Row. That was my favorite question to ask people when I visited Jed. Anyone, I was like, what's your beer choice? Because everyone is, has like a passionate opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Yours yeah. is Bush. Bush Light, obviously. Yeah. Yours might be too. Is it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not 21, so I don't drink beer. <laughs> Never okay. tasted one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so the song I'm going to have to pick is All My Rowdy Friends Are Coming Over Tonight by Hank Williams Jr., <laughs> Um, I think that used to be the Monday Night Football song, too, um, when Hank used to do that back in the day. So it was, right. <laughs> even if we weren't ever watching the football, every Monday night, my dad would turn on the TV to make sure we tuned into Hank before the football game. <laughs> so even if we weren't going to watch that game that night, like, Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> A man with good taste. I gotta get ready, make everything right, cause all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Okay, so the song that I picked is Copperhead Road. And I picked this because when I think about um, having a small high school, um, I recently realized how strange our, like, dances are. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, spirit weeks and, like, any of our festivities. Because since we have, you know, such a small high school, I think we had... 70 people around like average when I was like all through my high school is about 70 people all together um like freshman through senior and so when you think about that like having a homecoming dance you know there's always a group of people that don't come so really it was like 50 people in our cafeteria (laughs) because you know there's no there's no fun place no cool like venue to have a dance at because frankly like the nearest target is like an hour and a half away so like where (laughs) where would we go we went to the cafeteria for our dances so it's like 50 of us um in the cafeteria you know dancing to a random country music and of course we don't hire a DJ Um, our lunch lady actually was our (laughs) DJ all throughout high school so you can imagine what music you know she would want to play and so I picked Copperhead Road because there was always this one girl bless her heart that was in my class and she um, was kind of quiet and she never would really dance or like get up but she'd always come to the dances and every time it never failed she would request Copperhead Road 
and she would go out there by herself and dance to the whole thing. <laughs> and another fun fact, when we were all in junior high, we were like forced against our will to like learn all the line dances <laughs> to like popular dance songs. So um, they would always like play those and never failed at every single like high school dance, like prom, homecoming, sweetheart, and like expect us all to dance the dances that we learned yeah. in middle school. So yeah, really festive dances and small town dances. <laughs> I know all of you guys just, I remember when we were talking about dances, like Bergen and Brooke, yeah. you guys were talking about like the promenade. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. yeah. That was something I had never that is kind of fun. heard of. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so at my school, at least, it was just like about like an hour before the like banquet. Like we would all eat together before prom. I think at bigger schools, like couples will no, eat before they go to the dance. No, dinner's not included with like the, yeah. the school night. It was at prom. At prom it was, yeah. but not. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But we would have like a, basically just like a fashion show, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, the entire town would show up. And then if you, if anyone brought an outside date, like all of their friends from their respective schools would come. And you'd basically just like walk around the gym while everyone sat in the bleachers like it was like a basketball game and would like clap mm-hmm. and like smile at you like like walked through with your yeah. date so i mean you're talking to the mm-hmm. 2018 homecoming queen yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my class of when 16 people yeah. I, was, I had so much competition it was nuts <laughs> Yeah, we we did the same sort of like little promenade thing, but we like included like the cars into it. So like we did ours outside and you would like drive up in a like cool car. So people would like ask their grandpa for their like antique car. And then of course there were the people who like drove up in tractors that did that did happen. Um yeah. <laughs> you didn't have a cool car. Yeah, you pulled up in your semi cattle or you pulled up in your tractor. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, ours was also like the car show fashion show combo yeah um so i'll take a minute to brag i always had the best ride i feel like yeah. my freshman year i took a horse and carriage awesome. um the next year i took a model t and then my third year i took a just like 1950s car so i guess i took the horse and carriage my sophomore year then junior then senior year was just like a 1950s like classic 50s car with like the suicide doors Mm-hmm. And we're we also talking good. to a guy who's been to 13 proms. All yeah. right, we'll save that for another <laughs> episode. <Yeah. laughs> All from Chetwood. Well, I know you guys were saying too, like in terms of like getting a date for these dances, it's like what you had three options. options. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing is people yeah. people would start asking like at least by winter break because it's like which one of the four guys in your class are you going to, like, ask? Because some, <laughs> some classes it was, like, there's only three girls and ten boys. So it was just, I don't know, it was it was hard picking that dates. Is. You really had to know who you wanted to go with early because there's not a lot to choose Eyes from. Eyes on the prize. Yeah, My exactly. My sophomore year of high school, I got asked over Thanksgiving break via Facebook Messenger. So. Uh, did you say yes? Yeah. I didn't say yes. I was being nice. <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I didn't know him super well. It was a little bit weird, but That's funny. it was fine. <laughs> he was thinking about it. He was worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yes. I know going back to the Copperhead Road thing, Jed and Brooke <laughs> also said that this is this is a song. And Jed one time did take a night to teach us it. And it is fun. It's, it's intense, a cardio though. workout. I yeah. It's fun. It. yeah. That's why it's impressive that this girl would do it every single time. <laughs> Full song, no breaks. Like it was it was her thing. Because what is it? You guys 
I said like six minutes. It feels like six minutes. If you guys don't know what Copperhead Road is, I highly encourage you to go to the playlist after this episode and just play it all the way through and then Mm -hmm. just imagine like jumping the entire (laughs) song in full like hair makeup dress. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. And the full like routine, it's just a repeated dance. The full Mm -hmm. like little routine takes like 15 seconds. So you do it so, it's just so repetitive. It's mindless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about every single dance from sixth grade to senior year. That was like four dances a year. Song would always come on, and yeah, that's like just... an hour of your year. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We'll that's what to, I'm saying. Copperhead Road. I can show you. <sighs> Probably. Yeah. I never had my phone yeah. at prom. I feel like because I never had pockets, it was always with yeah. my thing. And I usually would hide during Copperhead Road because I was like, I, I was like, I can't, first, I can't like, do it. Two proms I went to, I was like, I'm good. I get the point. Yeah. I will not be participating. Yeah. Truly, any the beginning longer. of Copperhead Road is like triggering to me. Yeah. <laughs> Those first couple ones, like the oh old god. Banjo strum. On yeah, the banjo strum hits. Oh god. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for enlightening us in your small (laughs) No, this is truly interesting to me. Uh, I still need to visit both Brooke and Bergen at at some point. Yeah, I encourage all Mm -hmm. listeners to Google Lucas, Kansas. Check out our Chamber of Commerce website and plan your visit. (laughs) Okay. There is some Visit the Garden of Eden. Garden yes. of Eden, yeah, Grassroots Art Camp. Center. Yes. The biggest museum of the smallest things. The world's largest collection of the world's smallest versions of the world's largest things, traveling roadside attraction and museum <laughs> awesome. in Lucas. So if any of this sounds interesting, look us up. <laughs> do you guys, do you either have any, like, some sort of tourist attraction? We have three, mm, like, dairies. We do um, dairy. So, like, I don't know if that's an attraction anywhere else. Yeah. But, um, like, it was, like, when... I don't even know if you guys would know what FFA is, but Future Farmers Oh, God, America. we should have had that for a, <laughs> yeah. for a conversation That's topic. the whole thing in itself. But they that's would host... Um, I've definitely heard you guys talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, my brother did it. And it's, like, they would host dairy judging every year. And so, like, all of the schools, like, in the area would come to Lynn for dairy judging because we had like three and like the other towns either didn't have dairies or had like one but I don't know it's a weird it was, like <laughs> dairy the cow's milk and like yeah I, I don't well, know what all goes into it I was oh, not yeah. a future farmer What's in America the, is, it, <laughs> the other, is, it, uh, is that the same I know you guys have talked about 4-H no, it's not, not really, same. but the Four. same people do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, really. That's Sorry. stereotypical. Yeah. 4-H is more of like usually kids join it when they're younger and they can like show like sheep and cattle and you can even do like crafts and like baking and things like that. Like it's all centered around like agriculture, like the mm. yeah. farming community, but there's more like variety. Honestly, I don't know that yeah, much. Yeah, you don't like have to like be a farmer or have animals to do 4-H. Yeah. I mean, most people do, but like you don't have to. And then 4-H is something that you do in like middle school, mostly high school. That's like a... Oh, what? Do you want to do you want to? Well, you can start gym? at 4-H from ages 6 on up to 18. I was talking about FFA. Oh. Did I say? I might yeah. have said 4-H. I was sorry. Yeah. I meant FFA yeah. is like a, more of a high school. You can. Dang. Our school had it in junior high. Yeah. But it's more like a high school organization for like agriculture. Oh, oh, think of DECA. <laughs> think of DECA, but agricultural focused. Yeah. It's competitions based on agriculture. Or F- FBLA is yeah. like the business version of that. We had that kind of. Like FCCLA. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's just future farmers yeah. in America. And they have nice jackets. The they do. Uh, they do. For the sheep? 
Yeah, I, I used to be in 4-H, and I did win Grand Champion Market Lamb back at the, <laughs> back right, at the Lincoln off. County Fair in uh, 2016, I believe. And then in 2018, awesome. I did get Reserve Champion Steer, so... Oh, oh wow. my goodness. Only one belt or two belts? Only one belt. I didn't get it for reserve. Is so. that really like that's the that's the prize? Like that's a belt favorite. buckle, yeah. 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 Those are expensive. They're like yeah. three or four hundred dollars. So everyone walking around with their Gucci belts don't mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> And like they uh, would wear them like they were a flex too. They are. Yeah, they would like show up to school with like their like sheep belt buckles. That's me. <laughs> right. I still show up to the hawk with that. You do. Yeah. And, and it's a conversation starter every time. People are like, "Look at that belt," and you're like, "Well, I did win it from showing sheep." And it doubles yeah. as a bottle opener. We found out on spring break. <laughs> That's another fun thing. We used to have FFA week. And it's kind of like mm. a spirit week, but for FFA. And one of the days was like, you know, wear your boots to like show your roots or something. And my favorite was always drive your tractor, tractor to, to school, school day. day. Um, I, so all of our schools definitely there's had a quote yeah. on the quote board of Brooke being like, you guys didn't have bring your tractor to school. <laughs> I, because I literally yeah. thought that it was like, I thought that like at least every school would have FFA. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, Me I get, too, you can't yeah. like drive Drivers. your tractor <laughs> like, downtown Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Like, to school, everybody. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of like Kansas yeah. schools at least would have it, and like, yeah. unless they were like in like a city, like Manhattan's such a big city. But like, <laughs> do you guys have a tractor brand reference? John Deere. John Deere. Case I H. Whoa! It's economical. Yeah. It's practical, and if it ain't red, keep it in the shed, Fred. Yeah. Oh. Nothing runs like a deer. Yeah. Nothing D- runs like a deer. R E. <laughs> that's what's on your dad's farm. Like that's yeah, my dad used farm. to be a salesman for like a oh a John Deere. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, but even before he was all John Deere, everything. Okay. <laughs> if people have red tractors. I just I don't know. Really think John that Deere's that's classic. Wise. It is classic. The, the green tractor is definitely what you think of when you think of a tractor. Yeah. Big green tractor. I actually was thinking about choosing that song just because I yeah. felt like that's the epitome of. That's a great song, and it I don't is. think it'd be as good if it was big. Red try it just doesn't make sense. It's just because it's not what you're used to. <laughs> John Deere, that just rolls off the tent. Case. IH. Mm, gross. International <laughs> Harvester, do you know that song? That's I'm the son funny. of a third generation farmer. Yeah, International <laughs> Harvester is a job <laughs> title. <laughs> Plowing around. Uh, but it's the yeah, Case IH. Case yeah. International Harvester. No. Song is not, um, Incorrect. I know, Sorry, but. I'm a farm girl. Couple of plowing five miles an hour. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not on a case international harvester. <laughs> all right. My grandpa all was right. an international harvester, a dead ass, like, all yeah. through his, like, call. That's how he paid dead for his ass. college. Only John Deere for him, too, so. Oh. Sorry, Jed. reliable brand, huh? Put those red crackers <laughs> in the shed. Oh. All right. Well, thank awesome. you guys for coming on. Can we get yeah. just, like, a simultaneous yeehaw to finish oh, yeah, it yeah, Oh, we did a practice. One, two, three. Yeehaw! 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 All right, so now time for some send-off songs. This week, I have been listening to um, Peach Trees by Axe and the Hatchetman. That's just a fun, good, vibey song, and so that's what I've been doing. I've been having fun and vibing. Vibe. My next song actually kind of has to do with this theme. I know, like, 
pop country and like new country is like kind of controversial in the country world it's like well that's not real country but I do love Thomas Rhett and I've been listening to Don't Stop Driving a lot that's probably one of my favorite songs by him but also Grace and I have gone to this coffee shop a couple times that like requires you to drive on some back like Kansas country roads yes and like when I'm driving down there I just love to hear that song it's like no I'm not gonna stop driving Thomas Rhett (laughs) and then my last song is gonna be when You're Drunk by Lainey, they just came out with a new album called Mama's Boy, and that's probably my favorite song on the album, so been listening to that a lot. Sweet, yeah. Um, my send-off songs for this week, I'm going to start with For Life by the Stephen Day. Next, I'm going to also throw a country song that I like like into the mix, Blue Ain't Your Color, Keith Urban. Oh, Sometimes like I'm song. like, on like a fall day, I'm like, damn. And then lastly, I think I'm going to throw in Heike. I know we like saying this at the beginning, but I'm going to throw in 18 by One Direction because That's I your love you. <laughs> it's one yeah. of them for sure. But yeah, thank you all so much for making it to the end of episode 18. Hope you had fun listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rebeat with S&G. We were very happy to celebrate 300 followers on our Instagram this week. Yeah, stay tuned for that. I mean, yeah. our Instagram is, I think we're definitely, uh, we've made the come up and like we're being pretty good about being consistent. So yes. definitely give us a follow if you don't already. Stay tuned for some giggles, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have some fun, some fun posts lined up. Yeah. But yeah, have the happiest of Saturdays, guys. And if you're uh, not listening on Saturday, have the happiest whatever day you're listening. Grace and Sarah out.